Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 66 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And our topic today is limiting beliefs, which I am particularly excited to talk to you about today. And this is a topic I probably spent the last couple of decades researching, learning, testing, trying new things. And, you know, I feel that I got to a place that I have a pretty good system that I use myself and with clients to really get results and really get shifting some of those beliefs. And I am going to share that with you today. And I am looking forward to it. So make sure you grab some pen and paper because you may want to jot down some information in just a second. But before we jump right in, I would love to thank you, our listeners, and all of you that have left us reviews. That is a great way to help us be found on iTunes and grow the podcast. So thank you. And if you haven't yet, you can leave us a review by going to naturallyjoyous.ca slash review. And I'm going to read quickly our latest review from Anne Boyd One. And she says, just listen to episode 30, Are You a Superwoman? Thank you, Juliana, for elevating the awareness of sleep and its impact on our health, both physical and mental. I thought it was brilliant the way you broke down the superwoman lifestyle, working hard for 19 hours and non-sleeping for five, and the practical steps we can take to live healthier and better. Thank you so much. And Boyd One, we really appreciate a review. Okay, now back to limiting beliefs. So essentially, what we're going to cover today, and I'll just give you like sort of the big picture of it. We're going to first of all say, okay, how can you locate a limiting belief, right? I think that's pretty important. But even why? Why would you want to release them? Like, why is this so important? And especially if you're looking to accomplish something pretty big, say, you know, your weight release journey or some major shifts in your life, relationship-wise, career-wise, or change your financial status and situation, something of significance, limiting beliefs play such a big role. And I want to tell you why this is so important. Then we're also going to look into an actual process. That's like the three stages of today. And this process is what I, like I said, I've gathered over the years and it's what works for me. And it's something that I feel can really, really make a difference in your life as well. So I'm excited to share it with you. So first of all, why? Like, why would you even listen to this episode and, you know, jot down some information here? And I would say the primary reason to me is that if there's something that you want to accomplish in your life, whatever it is, big or small, there's a part of us that want it, right? Our conscious mind once said, yeah, that would be great. I would love that. But when, and often that's the case, when there is a duality inside of us, so say there's another part of you that actually does not want it, 
it, some people call it self-sabotage, but whatever you call it. But let's just say that you want the outcome, but you're also scared of it. You want the outcome, but you feel guilty about it. Or, you know, there's something that you cannot put your finger on it, on it, but you know, there's something that's holding you back. It's not like, wow, I'm so inspired, following my heart's desire, it's on fire, I want this so bad. When there's a little bit of, you know, negativity, self-talk, guilt, disappointment, some energy that you know, there's something holding you back. That's usually a little bit belief. And it is that duality that keeps us stuck. It is that wanting, but not really wanting because of whatever aforementioned reasons that really keeps us repeating the same patterns again and again and again. And mind you, some, a lot of times you may think, I don't even know where they're coming from, those limiting beliefs. And, you know, it could actually have come from before you, meaning (laughs) there's some studies using mice and they show that, you know, studies that they you know, would take mice in the lab and they would inflict fear in them. So through shock or whatever it is that they would do. And then they would test the offspring, meaning when they have, the mice have babies, they test them generations after generations. And some of the research shows that even generations later, and sometimes the farther, even more accentuated the results, this demise now without the shock in this specific example, the study I'm thinking about, they still had a fear response to whatever, you know, the three or four generations earlier was strained in the lab to fear, right? What I'm saying is that there's potential fears that we come, that we bring from ancestors since birth from society, from all the information that we are bombarded with that may not even be necessarily yours because something major happened to you. It could, but it doesn't have to. It could also be those acquired, you know, uh, limiting beliefs, right? So there's so much of it that I think is really important to have a system that you can use to actually process through them and to actually get results, you know, consciously by choice in your lifetime. And it's important because we attract what we match, right? So our beliefs essentially, we create, we co-create our reality based on our inner world. And I like to think of ourselves, and I use this analogy a lot, as computers, right? We're literally these computers that are walking around Earth, and we have millions upon millions of programs running in our subconscious mind that we have potentially no access to, no knowledge to. Your subconscious mind knows it all. It's incredible. The the capacity of a computer to process information, but our conscious mind is a little tiny, little, you know, gentle thing, just walking around and just sees, you know, parts of the truth, but not the full truth. But whatever we believe and a lot of those deep programs running behind us is actually part of how we are co-creating that reality, right? So if there's a lot of them that are limiting, that are not, you know, going towards what you want, yeah, you're not going to get the outcomes. And I see this often in weight release that there's a duality that, yes, we want to release the excess weight, but there's something holding you back. Therefore, you haven't gotten the results yet. And until we find it and pinpoint it and get clear and release it and neutralize that belief, Often in times we see patterns repeating themselves again and again, right? So that's the magical. This is the why you would want to look into this. So how can you locate a limiting belief? Well, 
For some, it may be very obvious. So maybe your first few may be pretty obvious. You know, oh my gosh, I, I want this. I don't think I can get this and so on. But if it is not as obvious to you, or there's another one you worked on some, or there's some that you're not able to really pinpoint, the three things I like to look at is observe your negative self-talk. What are you saying to yourself? Even if it's just like in your mind without you no know, spoken words. And maybe make note of those because those are going to either be limiting beliefs or a pretty good derivative of a limiting belief. Second, look at areas in your life that you feel guilty. You know, what are you guilty about, right? And why? And looking at those could be limiting beliefs as well because oh, I feel guilty that I'm doing X or not doing this for enough for somebody else. And those are limiting beliefs that you believe, oh my gosh, if I don't do this, I'm not good enough, or I'm not serving my family enough, I'm not being a good citizen, whatever it is for you. And the last thing in terms of locating it, look where you're disappointed. So say that you decide to conform and follow the rules and not do what you want, and then you feel disappointed. Or you make a choice because you feel that is what you know, you're supposed to do, and then you're disappointed. Guilt, disappointment, those are great like feedbacks from your brain telling you, Mm, you're not being 100% true and authentic to yourself. You're making the world your master. You're putting, you know, the authority outside of your heart. And the first way to bring it back into your heart is actually knowing what it is, right? So those are the three things. Look at your negative self-talk. Look at things and situations that you feel guilty over. And look at things that make you disappointed. And see if you can pinpoint beliefs that are limiting you in those situations. Another way I like to do like a fill in the blanks. So what I usually tell clients is to fill this sentence. If it wasn't for blank, I would do or have what I want today. Okay. So if it wasn't for blank, you insert whatever you feel is preventing you. I would have and do what I want today. So let's just say if it wasn't for fear, I would do or have what I want today. So the living limiting belief is that you are afraid of whatever it is that you want to do and be today, right? And then you can, of course, some will be a combination of many limiting beliefs, but that is a good way if you just, you know, sit down, take a few deep breaths and just fill in the blank that sentence and see what comes up. It may be step one for you of maybe untangling a little knot of many limiting beliefs, but one at a time, that's how the magic happens. Be laser focused, work, work on that one at a time. Okay, so that's the first thing that I wanted to mention is how can you actually locate those beliefs? The second thing that um, I wanted to mention is I want you to know how powerful your brain actually is, how, you, how powerful your mind actually is. And most of us have heard of the placebo effect, right? Which is when we feel, so let's just say in studies, say you feel you're receiving the medicine, that therefore you get the outcomes that the medicine's designed for, even though you may have been on the sugar pill or something like that. And then, you know, when you're told that, oh, you were the placebo, sometimes even the benefits revert in some people. Most people know about the placebo. And what some people don't know about is the nocebo effect. So it's basically the counter partner to the placebo is the nocebo effect. And the nocebo effect is the opposite, is when we believe that we're doing something harmful, 
And therefore, we physiologically develop the outcomes of that specifically. So for example, so say that you, and there's there was a study uh, about this, that they given someone say sugar pills and he thought that he was I think it was like anti supposed to be antidepressants and they felt that they were overdosing on them and took a lot and they went to the hospital with real symptoms and you know were in pretty fragile health state and then when they were told that they were on the sugar pills on this study that it wasn't the actual medication you know their physiology just came back to homeostasis and balance without any medical intervention right and that is very interesting because it shows, and that is in that moment in time. I just, I don't know if you could hear my fingers. In a moment in time, once the brain knows, oh, it's not what I thought it was, and it course corrects, right? So I'm just sharing that with you because there is an unbelievable amount of power inside of our minds and that can do amazing things, that can move mountains for us. But at the same time, if you're just going about your life, just looking at food, meal plans, stepping on the scale, restricting yourself, and you're not actually, one, harnessing this incredible power, but two, recognizing that it is actually a major roadblock for most people. It's actually the root cause of most, if not all, of their problems and issues because it's all in your subconscious mind, then it's going to be an uphill battle, right? We're just going to keep facing the same patterns again and again and again. And why is that? And this is something that fascinates me. And I believe that if you keep repeating the same pattern, so I'll just say if you're trying to quit sugar or whatever, like I'm making it more specific to the weight loss space, but let's just say that you're trying to change a habit and it's not happening or a situation keeps repeating itself, say in relationships, like you now have a new partner, but the same sort of scenario repeats itself. And people say, until we learn the lesson, it keeps coming back, right? Like it may change form and shape and name, but it comes back. And that fascinates me because uh, I would say a, a more productive way to look at it is that if it keeps coming back, it's because you have a new opportunity to actually delete that program that's running in your subconscious mind. If you keep bringing it back because you co-created reality, it's because you're ready. And maybe you missed last time, but let's do it now <laughs> or do it now. So those limiting beliefs are actually those, you know, subconscious programming that been just like causing havoc and chaos behind the scenes, now peeking their heads and saying, okay, I think you're ready to delete me let's do it. And then you go to that experience and you have those feelings, sensations and whatnot. And if you're paying attention, if you are actually aware of what's going on, you can delete them. And that is the most important part here is to know that if it keeps happening to you, that is not your fail, that you're failing, that you're not doing something right. It's another opportunity for you to overcome something big that may have been there for, oh my goodness, generations to come and you can stop it. You can interrupt that pattern. You can create a new story from now on, okay? So I really wanted to look at this as an opportunity as opposed to this, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to open this Pandora box. This is an opportunity and I really want you to harness it, okay? Okay, so now, how, what is the process, right? How can you actually deal with limiting beliefs, overcome them and so on? And, you know, I have 
things that I've done that are a lot more in depth. So, you know, but this is just like an initial, you know, top level to give you some information to get thinking about things and starting. So the first thing that I like to do is if you pick whatever limiting beliefs, so let's just say a big one, it's like, no matter what I do, I just cannot lose weight. Just can cannot happen to me. Okay. The first thing I, I ask you to do is, can you find at least one way that that information is not true? Just one way. Then you look at your history and your past and no, yeah, it wasn't sustainable, but I was able to back in whatever, like 2018, yeah, you know, when I was doing X, Y, and Z, I felt so much better, um, it, whatever it is. But find at least one. If you can find many, wonderful. But you can prove it at least one way that this belief is untrue. That is all you need, right? Because for something to be true in your brain, it cannot be disproven. So if you can disprove it, even if for one tiny real reason, you're starting the process. But let's just say, that you cannot find any any possible ways that that can be untrue. That is when I really suggest you look for someone to work with. That, you know, what I say I offer clients is most of the time what I offer clients is a new perspective, right? Information, yeah, there's tons of it out there, but perspective in an applied way that works for you is very valuable. And I think that is what so many people are missing because I can probably look and see 10 ways that that belief is false, but you may not be able to because you're stuck in the in the situation, right? You're basically the painter in the painting at the same time and I'm the observer, right? So it's just like a, a different perspective. But, and if this is something that you're at all interested, you can go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call. And in that, what you're going to get is a free weight release consultation with my team. And we were able to listen to you and help you guide doing what the best next steps are for you. And they can tell you all the different ways that we offer support for whatever needs you have. But I, let's come back here. So let's just say if you cannot, if you can disprove at least one way, that's wonderful. If you need assistance, like I said, um, reach out to our team and we're happy to give you more information. But once that is disproven, the next step, and it is something that a lot of people teach, is okay, now find proof of the opposite, right? Find ways and phrase it in the opposite way of what you think is not possible for you. And, and the problem with that, that I find, so you can do that, but the problem that I find is that if it is a really core, big, limiting belief, just by making it positive, it's going to sound like a lie <laughs> to your brain. It's going to sound like a true lie. And the issue with that is that if you're lying to yourself, it's not going to help the cause, right? So what I love to recommend people do is that they write it in a progressive way. So for example, if the lim limiting belief is that I believe I cannot lose the weight, excess weight, the opposite would be, I know for certain that I can lose the weight. But if you feel I don't know for certain, that is a black and white lie. What you can say, the progression will be, I'm in the process of discovering that I too can lose the weight, right? So that is more true. And, you know, you're in, this, in the process of discovering. So you're not saying yes or no, but it's also not a definite no. Like before it was definitely I can't, right? So 
that's the first step. So what I recommend you do is that find if it's false, find where it's false. And if you can't by yourself, guess somebody else's perspective because a little spoiler alert, every limiting belief is false. You just have to figure it out. How is it false for you? Second step, write it in a progressive affirmation form, the counter, the opposite to it. And now one of the cool things about our sub- uh, subconscious mind is that we sort a lot of habitual thought processes in there. So repetition is actually a pretty good form of helping undo some of those long-term programmings. And that is why affirmations became so powerful and so often used because it is that repetition that helps implant this new belief system that you want to supersede, right? The limiting one that we want to release. So once you have your progressive affirmation written, and if you're comfortable with the exact opposite, that's perfect too. But if not, the progressive way is my preferred method. What I wanted to do is to keep repeating it, almost like a little mantra, and just repeat it, repeat it. You can put on post-it notes, write it down, but it's something that I want your eyes to catch and your, in your brain to conceptually repeat it and remember, and that is such a beautiful way to keep infusing the counter opposite to that thing that he wants to release or stop, okay? But lastly, <laughs> one last point I want to make is that There are many other techniques, right? And one of the things that I do myself, and it is something that I've been, you know, kind of studying and moving away from for many years until it found my heart and it touched my heart so profoundly. And now it is a very, I'd say, everyday part of my life is the practice of Honoponopono. And what I find is so beautiful about this practice, and if you're new to it, um, I'll give you a few uh, little bits of information in a second here. But the thing that I love most about the practice is the concept of taking 100% responsibility. And that has nothing to do with guilt. That has nothing to do with blame. It is all about being 100% responsible that you or myself or whoever, we are co-creating our reality. Therefore, anything that we see outside of ourselves is a projection of what's inside of us. And the beauty of it is that, yeah, all limiting beliefs live inside of you. (laughs) And they're just projecting, picking their heads outside so you can see them and neutralize and work through them. And Honoponopono gives a lot of those analogies with computers, right? That our subconscious mind has millions and millions upon millions of programs. And this is one of the techniques that is actually very simple that you can actually use to push the delete key and start deleting some of those programs. And yes, you may have something in mind and the intention of it, or you may just decide to use the practice of Honoponopono to clean upon whatever. It doesn't have to be specific. You don't have to visualize it. It's actually very simple. Um, one of my uh, teachers of Honoponopono, the self-identity Honoponopono, says that he wishes it was more complicated because then people would listen. But it is simple. And essentially what you do, all you do, is you can think of it or just decide to clean upon, you know, whatever is going on for you. But in the say, in the case here of a living belief, you will pick the belief and then you just clean on it by repeating the words, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, 
I love you. And essentially, all you're doing is telling divinity that, you know, I'm sorry, please forgive me, not from a place of guilt, but a place of recognition that you were not able to perceive your beauty and perfection in that moment. Thank you. I love you. So you're getting that, you know, gratitude and that energy of love, which is so transcendental. And it's one of the most beautiful energies of healing that exists. Those are very transcendental, beautiful feelings and energies and allowing the divine to come through you and help delete those programs. The what, meaning knowing what limiting beliefs you want to work on is important, but the how is not our responsibility as per Honoponopono's principles. And I think it's beautiful and that's it. And it's quick and it's effective. And it is something that I just keep cleaning on and on. We're not working on other people. We're working on ourselves. If anybody comes into our lives and they trigger limiting beliefs, they're just helping us uncover those hidden programs inside of us so we can clean on ourselves, delete our programs so that everybody can reap the benefits of healing, of wellness, of love, and of gratitude. So I'll leave you with that. That's my personal process that works incredibly well. And I hope that this gives you some ideas of what, how you can do it as well. So if you want more information, like I said, just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash call and you can book a chat with my team so that we can help you guide you in what is the best next path for you. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.